0: Stand clear. 100% Wild Podcast. So for all you listeners... Hello, and welcome to... Definitely, definitely not, not your favorite, favorite outdoor podcast.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast, powered by DeerCast. This is episode number 293. Sitting next to me, well... That's Matt Drury.
0: What's up, Tim Chelsvik? Killed some does. At least you killed some. Yeah. Technically, I have. (laughs) Time, money.
1: (laughs) We've all been burning some gas. Uh, Boy, I tell you what, you really are thinking twice about making the trips to the properties right now with the way gas is. It's brutal. Yeah. Really brutal. Yeah. So
0: uh, we don't have a guest this week, and we're just kind of going to give a update on where things are at. It's as of today, it's November the 9th, uh, Wednesday. We have been hard at it the last few days. I, it's been probably a week since I've been in the studio. I I'm not sure that I was here Thursday, Friday last week. I know I was off Friday. So
1: even when you're here, you're emotionally distant <laughs> during deer season for sure. <laughs> My mind is somewhere else. Yeah,
0: so you know, we figured we would just do a catch-up show and um, just kind of bring Yeah, bring the viewers up to speed. Yeah,
1: I'd like to say thank you to all the jackass viewers that have been sending me the crap strap meme. (laughs) Thanks, everybody.
0: I even got it. I even got it for you. Like some people had (laughs) sent it to me and said (laughs) you should show Tim this. Thanks for filtering. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty. If you if you don't know what we're talking about, go into the rack pack on Facebook. And uh, check it out because <laughs> it's just, basically it's a tree saddle for poopers. <laughs> yeah, for
1: pooping. If you, if you don't know how to poop, which by the way, taking a dump in the woods, there's nothing more liberating than that.
0: It's, it, it's awesome. That's not what I was gonna say. Really? One okay. So one time we're at the shot show and the Groove Life, who you know, I I wear their wedding ring and their watch band and all that really curious how this is all so they were they came to the shot show and they were interviewing all their influencers for like a social media piece like a youtube shorts kind of a thing and they were asking everybody like random questions and the final question was have you ever shit in the woods basically Mm -hmm. in nicer terms and I, i was like or no no how it said uh what do you do when you have to go number two and you're hunting. Yeah. and I was like hold it I just I, and they're like no way no way well then Michael Waddell because he went he was one of their influencers sure. he went into a whole thing and he sent me a message or he put a message on the post he was like oh you're lying there ain't no way Matt Dury and I'm like I'm serious I have not not hunting colon
1: no. like Fortnite. I
0: have a traumatic experience and as from childhood yeah. memories with someone in my periphery <laughs> like, okay I'm not gonna name names it All wasn't right. my dad that took me turkey hunting and had a had an incident oh and i found out about a years later and uh, so i'm like i'm just good on shitting in the woods huh. <laughs> so you just gonna hold it yeah i hold it man it, to detrimental pain sometimes <laughs> well saturday
1: we had that super windy day i stayed out the entire day in a saddle in a tree that was about that big around and when I got, so I had to hold it. Like there's no, you can't, you can't poop in a saddle. <laughs> but
0: actually, the whole point of the crap strap or whatever was that you can't. Right? Yeah, because it's just
1: like a lumbar <laughs> strap. There's no leg straps to get in the way. Um, which, by the way, like who needs, who needs that? Wow,
0: this guy, <laughs> not this guy, that guy. <laughs>
1: We, I did a lot of backpacking over the years and you just kind of you you learn your technique and you get good at it. My favorite technique is to find a tree, we a should small move tree, on. and just just grab it. All right. <laughs> you got your own crap strap built in. I don't think but so, Tim. When I got home on Saturday night, my 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 entire house felt like it was shaking. Shaking.
0: From you pooping? Yes. <laughs> Let's move on.
1: I got yeah, why don't we?
0: Horrible no, for, start to the For show. being
1: in a tree that was was just waving oh. around all day. I mean, from okay. sun up
0: to sundown, I was in I the see. friggin saddle. <laughs> I thought you were. Sh- I thought you were rattling the house no. on the old porcelain god. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm extremely regular. You can set like a clock scene, to me. The scene from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> the I watched max. that movie with my grandpa one time, and that scene, he. I've never heard him laugh so hard in my entire life. That Scene and the campfire
1: and beans scene in uh Uh, Blazing Saddles, yeah, it's hard to beat. I
0: uh, I just remember him saying, Oh, oh god damn, (laughs) this is so goddamn dumb. (laughs) Excuse me for saying GD, I know I'm gonna get blasted. You're you're quoting your grandpa, yeah, grandpa said it, it was hilarious at the time, (laughs) anyways. So uh, you've killed a couple does. You've been out. Uh, you got a couple nice bucks uh, on your bourbon lease. So what's happening here?
1: Yeah. Uh, so so I, I I had probably six or seven does walk in on me last I think Wednesday morning. And, and it almost felt like you're quail hunting or duck hunting, you know, like you got a flock of birds coming out. You got to pick one and they're starting to come right towards my tree. And suddenly the proximity is become, starting to become an issue. Yeah. Thankfully, one of them turned broadside and that made the decision easy. Um, but she was a mega doe. She was one of the big old nannies in the group. And Ollie's so it was good. nice to get her out. That rage clipped the bottom like eighth of her heart and just took it off. <laughs> Like I have not seen a blood trail like this in a long, long time just pouring out both sides. I mean, you nice. think those bottom two chambers, there's nothing there. they're just it's leaving the heart. yeah. and so kind of the the other benefit to that is that normally I'll let the deer meat sit in the fridge after I debone it for maybe five or six days. It's kind of a way to age it, and plus i I'm just so friggin tired after. Killing the deer yeah. or dragging, processing all that stuff. Uh, there's and, and normally I'll put some paper towels in the the rubber maids with the meat so it sucks up any blood or whatever. There's no blood in the meat. It just the blood left that deer's body so fast that there's no residual blood nice
0: that's crazy yeah yeah it was good i Uh, was gonna do some sound of board effects
1: it's a thought that counts i
0: decided good job
1: (laughs) uh so and she actually ran back towards the truck so i had like a 20 yard track job 20 yard drag job yeah it it was really nice but saturday i sat out all day and and saw some dough saw some I, i grunted up a young buck right at the bat but it was so so windy and and really tough. I did not see my target buck that day, but this morning he showed up on my cell cam right where I'd set up my my, my tree saddle up. So I've still got my helium sticks there, and I plan on going back later this week, and DeerCast is showing great for Friday. Sweet. So is temperature's today gonna Wednesday? Drop. Yeah, today's yes.
0: Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's, that's the part of the season we're in. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what day it is. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, I had one of those moments
1: last night where Sophie said... You've been gone so much, Dad. I miss you. <laughs> Suck it up, kid. I didn't hunt it all Do you want to eat
2: so. this week?
0: <laughs> Daddy's not that great, so it's going to take Daddy a little longer we, to make something happen. Yeah, I mean, if we, had, uh, if we only ate when I killed stuff, we'd be screwed. <laughs> no, we'd be eating possums and squirrels. I, I like to think, though, that if I was trying to kill just anything— it would be a little different because uh-huh. I've passed a ton of deer this sure. year. Yeah. So, but I, I was reminded yesterday that just because you're within range doesn't mean they're going to die. There's no such thing as a gimme shot.
1: In, there is not. In deer hunting in general, especially bow hunting. Yeah. We'll
0: get to that in a second. Mm.
1: So Deep tease. Any,
0: anything else happening on your end? Mm. You're filling the freezer. You're getting, you're getting good intel on your buck so that's good he's nice yeah he's he's a
1: nine pointer and uh, and he's got a look alike he's got this like another nine that this deer is probably four maybe five he's got a look alike that's three
0: i think he's i think he's five you think so i mean i would need to see better probably some better pictures but Based on what you're showing me, I thought he's a mature buck. He kind
1: of looks, and it's funny just how much different because that's Bourbon, Missouri, which is kind of like an open plains, mm-hmm. like rolling hills, yeah. mostly open ground. But then I'm hunting a lot here in West St. Louis County in the timber, and the deer just look totally different. I mean the deer down there. They're just the body body shape's a little different. Their 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 coat is different color. Uh, It's just it's interesting what happens to deer where based on where they live. Those
0: deer in Bourbon are living a tough life. Those city deer you got, they just eating everybody's flowers and just walking around all willy nilly, just thinking nobody's going to shoot me. I'm in the city. I'm a city (laughs) gal until. Tell Timmy that doesn't happen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's but but it's nice to finally see some deer. It's and I actually saw I was out changing a a a trail cam card here over the weekend and I saw uh, a probably a three year old eight point locked down with a doe. So I was like, yeah, I I don't know, what the hell? I just get so antsy. I feel like
0: after the rut passes because I don't have food. Oh, it gets tough. That gun season's gonna hit this weekend. (sighs) Which isn't going to affect your city stuff as much, our county stuff, but still, yeah. they yeah. just are, it's just a different part of the season. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so I, I've been popping around, hunting different spots, and trying to use my saddle a little bit to do some, uh, to do some kind of reconnaissance hunting. But, but I do feel good. I, I set up in, in Bourbon over this this funnel point. I've never hunted this part of the farm before. I found a huge scrape over there, and. It's the plan's kind of working. Like he's showing up there, and I I didn't know in if daylight, we were in, in daylight. That's the difference. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In, in in the morning. So so definitely stay tuned. I'd I would I would love to just see that deer. I've I've seen him in, on three different parts of the farm, all very distant from each other. So I'm trying to put together some kind of comprehend.
0: But right now. They're moving. Good luck. Yeah. All over the place. <laughs> yeah. Now, one thing you have going for you there, if you find the bedroom, maybe if he, lock, if because he, he's got locked down if he hadn't already. I mean, it's that time where he's going to mm-hmm. get the first available dough. So maybe you'll be in the bedroom and catch her getting up for a bite. You know, and him following her.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's just about logging, logging that time and being down there.
0: Yeah, you you know, that's the tough part about the rut. And I was talking to Aaron Bennett about it this morning. It's he's like, man, I just feel like the rut has sucked this year. And I go, you know, that's why I hate this part of the season because it's feast or famine. If you, yeah, that's good point. If you're lucky enough, and I, I mean, there's the greats, you know, the 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 hunters that really are great hunters. That it's probably not so much luck, but the rest of us, if you're lucky enough to be in an area where there's a hot dough, you're, you're going to think the rut was the best rut you've ever seen. The yeah, chase
1: and very personalized and localized. Yeah.
0: I think I said it on a previous podcast where it's like, I hate seeing it on Facebook this time of year. It's like the rut is on here in such and such <laughs> Indiana, you know, it's like, Shut up. It, it, it's so, um, um, Microscopic to what you're—I mean, literally on the same farm. If you were two hundred yards away, you know, maybe maybe a little further, five hundred yards away, you could miss all of that and think yeah. the rut has sucked. Yeah. And so I always try to keep that in the back of my mind because if you're not in the right spot, you're not going to see shit. Yeah. And and it is feast or famine. So you could be—you're logging more hours than normal. Mm-hmm. You're sitting all day. And you're like, man, you're questioning every, your spot, your setup, your life. life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're thinking, what, what the hell am I doing? And then you couple that with we've had some really warm temperatures. It's like, geez, yeah, this ain't helping because that night is when it's happening. Is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: and so, so on uh, Saturday morning, I saw I was hunting back in the timber here locally in St. Louis County, and I or no, it was it was Saturday evening. I take that back. Uh, I saw. a a buck chasing a doe around just up the hill from me and and it just reminds you just kind of the random nature of this time of year because all that doe has to do is decide I'm going to run downhill here and then they're right in front of you and and it can happen in a matter of seconds. Yeah, you better be ready. Uh, Same thing with like hitting the grunt tube or the rattling antlers. Saturday morning I hit the grunt tube and within seconds this young eight pointer pops out of the tree line at 50 yards with his head on a swivel looking around For what you get, you just gotta. It's just, it's mentally exhausting because you've always got to be ready.
0: This time of year, if you're calling, you better. Dad has taught me that a long time ago. He's like, You get done, grab your bow Mm because you just don't know. Something is, they don't do a lot of blind calling, Mark and Terry. They just don't, they've, you know, they've evolved past that. That's just not where they've, I guess, not had as many great experiences deer going downwind or whatever. Sure. So they usually don't call or grunt or rattle out until they see something or, and even then I, I haven't seen dad do much of that at all. Mark used to be super aggressive, but anymore you don't see him doing a lot of it unless he's seeing something and trying to, to drag him in. Can you know, engage
1: gauge the, the, the demeanor of that deer. It's yeah. the
0: right time of year. But for the rest of us, yeah, I like I'm using it as a tactic. Try to even re- rattle or, or grunt anything out of wherever the hell they're at because mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. seeing it. <laughs> Please yeah, come basically. Click, click, click. And having little luck. But there too, it's feast or famine. And if you did it and and there was a deer within earshot, they might come check it out. And then you think, man, rat they're coming to a- call and but if they don't, you're like, oh, this never yeah. worked for me.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with herd dynamics and, and what the buck to doe ratios are. We have a little archery Facebook Messenger group that I trade messages with some of my local buddies. And one of them said he, on Saturday, rattled and had seven – rattled in seven bucks. And what were the and ages of the bucks? Most of them were young. Like they, yeah. they, were, they were not shooters. And then some other guys rattled. They grunted. They didn't see anything. Yeah. And it's just – it's so location-dependent.
0: I don't think I have at all been successful this year with it. And I have, you know, a little bit here and there in the past, but more times than not, no. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I so was it last week, early last week? Maybe Scott and I were hunting this. We moved a, so we've been sitting in this spot we call the Skinny Ridge and it's where we got the best food basically on, on our lease. And, um, they basically funnel out from a bedroom that's off our property on the neighbor Mm -hmm. and they kind of come down this skinny Ridge, hence the name where all of our food is. And they filter out into wherever they're going after that. Sure. And the deer have, we've had some really good encounters there this year and some good primarily at evening. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's been mostly, you know, Younger deer, and then the, the oldest we have seen are like four and a half year olds. Okay. And we've had a couple encounters with good bucks that we've passed. And the way they filter out is from the, you know, the very back end of this mm-hmm. ridge, and they kind of work. And it's kind of late. It kind of they get to us kind of late. And so we moved a um a hawk blind that I had on a Keen trailer, one mm-hmm. of those where you could hook to your truck or a side-by-side and pull it back there. And then it basically let has go a winch on it and winches the blind up. It's mobile. How tall does that go? I, I bet it goes 10. The bottom of the platform is probably 10 foot okay. high. That's I'd what say.
1: Scott dove off of last yeah, year.
0: That's what he fell off of last year. So 10 to 15. Nah, it's probably 10. Okay. So anyways, we put that up last week or the late the week before it's all running together now and i felt like it'd give us an opportunity to hunt different reason why i didn't put a tree stand back there is because there's not a great wind to mm-hmm. sit it sure it's at the top of this ridge and if we were hunting there in the evening your thermal is going to drop down if your wind blows you know out to the where they're walking they're going to walk right through it to get mm-hmm. to the food plot if it blows behind you it goes to their bedroom it's just one of those spots where you want to be but i'm too afraid to kind of blow things out. Yeah. So we set this scent proof blind up and we went in there, we rode our rogue Ridge bikes. When we set it up, there was a blow, there's a blowdown, down a huge, I think it was oh, a huge Oak tree. Yeah. And so Scott's like, you know, I'm like, where the hell are we going to park these bikes? And he's like, Oh, right here. And so he cut out a notched out, basically it's a garage cool. <laughs> right into the middle of this yeah. thing. And uh, so we drove our road rogue, rogue Ridge bikes, e-bikes back there And we parked it in our garage and covered it with, uh, you know, one of the limbs that he cut Mm -hmm. and they still have their leaves on it and stuff. And, um, it, it, it it was unbelievable because I look back and I'm like, there's a deer. And we thought it was this deer we have been chasing for two years. So we thought it was, he's, we got a deer that's a mainframe 10. That's got real long sweeping main beams. Yeah. And he's when he showed up on camera, we've never gotten like great pictures of him, but I could tell it's not – you know, our deer, it's a younger version okay. of him basically. Well, double, I quickly say game. there's a deer. He says, yeah, that's – he goes – I forget exactly how it played out, but we, he's like, it's either – how did we do that? It, it, it basically said we got to the point where we felt like it was slingshot. Okay. the deer were after and i never had binoculars on him after that because i'm trying to call him he's in the bedroom back there he hadn't walked out into the field so i start i open a window and start grunting mm. on the back side of the blind okay and he wouldn't you know he's just feeding on acorns and it wouldn't did, do anything you
1: throw a snort wheeze
0: in there at yeah Ever have the kitchen sink yeah. <laughs> basically and he start did shouting at him he did i did not shout mm. I did get his attention at some point. I don't remember if it was a snort wheeze or if it was a loud grunt, but he looks up and he, he turned around cause he was walking away. He turned around, but then he just walked back into the bedroom that he, uh. that he came from. Um, but we did have some other deer that came out and you know, it, the, basically the plan worked. So that was a good encounter. We were psyched up. Well, then we start getting pictures on like a different part of the, the farm mm-hmm. of slingshot right mm. after dark, right after, uh. It was 7, like, fifty, seven forty-five. you know, so maybe this was before the time had changed. <clears throat> so I'm like, man, he. I mapped it out on DeerCast Maps with the line tool. Sure. I'm like, this is like seven or 800 yards away in a matter of an hour, you know, not that long of a time frame. And I'm like, I guess he could go over there. Well, we looked at the footage. It was not the Different tier we tier. were after. Yeah, so that was kicking the pants yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was you know a good four and a half year old it was a nice and pretty deer he's gonna sure. be a giant i think he's in that same lineage but it's not that deer mm. so that was uh probably around i think that was either the third october 30th or like november 1st somewhere okay. right, right in there. before the time change before the time yeah. change and uh so then we you know we've been grinding it since then and um lola's birthday is on november 4th so i missed november 4th yeah. went on a field trip with her then missed november 5th saturday because that's when we had the party you know is what it is kind it's, of not, it's not her fault it's my fault <laughs> is what it is family planning man <laughs> yeah our <or> lack thereof <laughs> right. so um so didn't hunt for a few days there the fourth and the fifth went back out on the sixth and trying to think if we had i mean so it was like the sixth the seventh the eighth like we've been hunting since then basically every yeah, morning evening. time changed it's 3 a.m we, we're getting up at 3 a.m to get to our spot it's brutal and it sucks and if you're going to bourbon you're going to encounter the same thing i mean you're gonna yep. to have to get up probably about the same time i would think uh, i can get up
1: uh i think this is before the t- yeah it was saturday so it was at five o'clock but yeah. now with the time change, four. it's 34.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, but I'm shot. I'm getting up that early because I'm looking at all my pictures and the intel from the night before and the cell cameras. Yeah. Then I'm taking a scent-free shower. You know, I'm doing that whole rigmarole, and it's an hour drive to the property. So, mm. anyways, we, uh, we hunted for a few days, and we went back to that spot where we encountered that deer, and uh, we rode the Rogue Ridge bikes, and we brought a decoy this time. And our wind was kind of questionable blowing into that. Bedroom, but I feel good about the blind and the scent proof nature yeah. of it. But you know, you're like, oh, just in case, we set the dough decoy out in this road that they walked down. And then we put out a whole buck bomb dough and estrus, I think, mm-hmm. or dough and he, I forget what they call it, and sprayed the whole entire bottle. You could click the tab down and spray the whole Bob thing. And, smoke. and it went straight to the bedroom. So we get. In the blind and not very long after, here comes a little bitty, you know, year, like year and a half checking year old buck. Out. And he came out there. And he was checking, you know, he's licking his lips. He check, checked it out and he moved on. Had a couple does pop out right to our right, which is where we, why, why we put the blind where we did because we got a camera there. And a bunch of deer kind of crossed the ridge. Mm. side to side yeah, right there yeah so a couple of does popped out and they kind of were those are in my experience are the crappy ones like those are the ones that you have to beat with a decoy oh yeah yeah yeah. they're the worst about mm-hmm. it so then a three uh no he's probably two and a half year old uh buck came out and he came straight to her and then he tries mounting her he knocks her over <laughs> then he circles her and he's still like bad for him like he's raping her basically It mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't get no means no. And he stuck around for like five, 10 minutes just kept circling, going back, coming back, going away, coming back. And so it was interesting to see that. And to me, it's well, like,
1: he looked like he had busted off antlers. So oh, he, yeah. he's got the making of a bully buck.
0: Yeah. So he, he was, uh, it was interesting to kind of see that activity cause we hadn't been seeing anything. Mm-hmm. So it, it felt good. Oh, you know what? Somewhere in between there. I totally missed this. We had an encounter one morning with a deer we call Titan, I think uh, either five and a half or a six and a half year old buck. And okay. he's a stud. I mean, a total shooter. I was game on. We were back at the shack plot, and he came from behind us. And he was crossing the ridge. He didn't come out to the plot, okay. of course. And he, so Scott's got great footage of him because Scott's facing that way, the back sure. of the tree. And I don't have any shooting lanes because it's basically where our wind typically would be blowing. It mm. wasn't that day. We kind of pushed it a different direction. Yeah. But he, I tried grunting. I tried, mm. you know, every, snorties, everything. He was looking, but he didn't. He didn't come in. And he's, I bet he's in the mid upper fifties. Yeah. He, he's a nice buck. Since then, last night or this morning, I looked at the cameras. He's busted up. Really? Yeah, which he was busted up oh, majorly last year. That is
1: that is a major issue. Oh, you're yeah. looking at a great deer, and then all of a sudden, they're missing a
0: couple times. Yeah, like, oh, crud. He's not what I uh, wanted him to be. And so the question is, do you shoot him or do you not shoot him? If he comes in. I think you shoot him. <laughs> last year, we yeah. didn't he came out during gun season and he was really majorly busted like an entire side. Mm. And so we didn't, but this year it's his G two G three, I think. And so it's like, Oh, the, uh, he's got a lot of tines. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, do you shoot him? I think you kind of do yeah. if you saw him, but that, so that was disappointing because we had him at like 40 yards. He just wouldn't come t- Anywhere there was a lo- two logging roads that come right down each side of us to this food plot. If he would have got on either one, he's fifteen yards. He seemed to think shot. something was up. Yeah, it was us. Yeah, yeah. He was <laughs>
1: staring both of those. And eaters. he was
0: limping then, so yeah, he had uh-huh. already been fighting. So since then, somebody kicked his ass.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Timid too.
0: So, so anyway, uh-huh. so we, we, I guess we have had a couple. I mean, you're hunting so much; these are few and far between. Sure. So it feels like we haven't been in the chips. But I guess we kind of have.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you don't have something to bring home, you feel like "Eh, it was a complete loss. But you're learning stuff every time you go out, hopefully.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, I'm trying to think if there's any other encounters between then and now. No, I don't think so. So then we decided yesterday. I told him the night before. I was like, screw it. Let's just sleep in. Because we got skunked, I think, the day before. (laughs) Morning afternoon skunk Yeah. and i was like hey i you know a couple it's days to of go 3 back. To it's yeah. tough so anyways uh we we said sleep in i went and voted you know i i was like eh, give me an opportunity to go vote and then we can just go out mid-morning mm-hmm. and sit all day so this was yesterday so we went out and uh we got in stand maybe by 11 11 30 and didn't see anything and i, and I said by 2 or 2 30 we would uh get out and move spots. We had Intel of Reconyx uh, cell camera pictures of the short G210, mm-hmm. this deer that's on the hit list, uh, hitting this back spot that we don't go too much. It's kind of secluded. And you got a blind back there. And we just, Scott put one up. Maybe three weeks ago. So we moved one kind of in anticipation for our gun season as much as anything. And, uh, but the cell camera pictures, we probably don't have enough coverage back there on Mm -hmm. cameras, but we got one on a a scrape site and, but we don't have any on the food plot because every time we have one on the food plot, we don't get any good pictures. Hmm. It's a clover plot that had been planted before we start using this lease. And so I don't know what kind of seed it was. I don't know what kind of clover, you know, it is. Sure it just, it probably needs to be totally redone, but it's a really lush. Yeah, now it's uh, just, it, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> we, we decided to go back there because the night before at like, I don't know, eight or so, seven 30, something like that. We got pictures of this deer. And then he was like this morning at like this yesterday morning at like five, four 45, he's running does. There's several, mm. two or three different bucks, younger bucks in there. Mm-hmm. Like just pictures back and forth. It, like, I'm like, man, I think, maybe there's a hot dough back there or something. And we had looked two days before that at any sign because we're desperate looking to hang a new set yep. or move, do yep, something. I know that feeling. So we noticed a bunch of sign and kind of like a little bedroom that had kind of escaped us up to this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, let's give it a shot. But our wind again is going to be blown kind of where I felt like his bedroom was uh-huh. if he was over there at all. But I'm like, let's bring the doe decoy back out. We saw how this worked the night. I think it was the night before, two nights before. I'm like, let's try that again and put the buck bomb out again. Mm -hmm. And so we set the doe decoy up and we set her up where she'd be past our downwind side. You know what I mean? So like hopefully wherever they are, they'd come past us. We'd stay locked up in the blind. Mm -hmm. And then boom, as soon as they got to the decoy, we could attack sure <laughs> so best laid plans yeah so sc- hey scott you want to jump in over here this i should tell this story which scott should help tell the story oh, Man, because- tell the
1: story all right scott is coming in off his workstation hard at work on the social media well this
0: has basically been the first day we've been in office for yeah. about five so.
1: <laughs> all right man there's your
0: headset all right so we have a, a deer the short 210 i i Basically, from the beginning of the year, I said to Scott, like, I'd love for you to this deer is at least five and a half. He's a great buck. It's just not something I'm interested in, but he's a great buck. Oh, yeah. And so like early in the year when you were in uh, Iceland, Aaron and I had an encounter with him and I was going to try to kill him because he's one of those deer where it's like, here's a mature buck. We barely ever see him here. If we see one, we got to kill it. So I tried killing it. We messed up in the blind. We spooked him (laughs) right at last light luckily we didn't shoot because the footage sucked but uh anyway so last night's footage was
2: pretty good so
0: (laughs) so last night i'm thinking i haven't made a right call all year so this is likely not going to happen but every time we go to a blind scott brings a crossbow Mm -hmm. and i bring my vertical bow and if one of the deer that I don't want to shoot that's mature, that comes in. If he wants to shoot it, it's fair game, Mm -hmm. right? We got to get a kill somehow, some way out here. So I, I don't even think I told you this part. I was on that when I pulled up in the parking lot yesterday, I said a prayer for you. No, I, so I, this is no lie. I was talking to dad and we were talking about, you know, how things are going or whatever. And they're over in Illinois kind of struggling right now. And, And I told him my plan and I said, I have a feeling if we see anything, it's going to be the short T210 back on the clover. And Mm -hmm. I'm, I go, you know, at this point in the season, I should probably shoot him because I'm desperate. But I go, I told Scott from the beginning, he's going to shoot that deer. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to have him bring the crossbow. And that's where you screwed up. And so dad (laughs) goes, go and shoot his ass. You know, he's like, kill him. You know, like what are we waiting on? Like quit messing around, you know? So you know, I've called shots all year that have never panned out. Well, so we put this dough decoy out. We sit there from three, 2.30 or 3. We walked in silent. You know, we logged that damn thing in there with us. It was just like quiet. Nothing's moving. I did a call sequence earlier. Nothing. Like, it's just like, man, I'm hating life at this lease at the moment yeah. because it's just been tough.
2: And the funny thing is we're sitting in the blind doing these interviews talking about, nothing 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 it, all night it's
0: sunset literally sun has set and because i had looked at the time it was like 457 or whatever yep. and i'm like great well sunset all deer are gonna pop out you know let's see if we see anything and here comes a doe or a button buck, and then a, and then mama doe, uh-uh. and she instantly starts uh, <laughs> and stomping and looking, you know, head bombing. Does up, do not up. like decoys, <laughs> ah, that drives
1: me nuts. Yeah,
0: and uh, I'm pretty much dog cussing her in that blind. I am steaming because the I know on that farm, we have the last 30 minutes typically, the last mm-hmm. 10 minutes is when we're gonna see something. She popped out, she does, she blows out of there. And I'm like, well, there goes our friggin' night. And I'm, I'm really pissy in the blind. And Scott, take it from there.
2: Well, at, he's right. I mean, we were both pretty much done at that point after the struggles mm-hmm. of the last week. And then, you know, I'm just kind of looking around. And I look back out that same window where I spotted that doe. <laughs> huh, Siri? <laughs> but anyways, I look, I look back out that left window where the does have popped out. And it's like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> there, there's a buck. Uh, That might be the short G2 buck. And then, and this is
0: downwind.
2: Yeah, right directly downwind of the blind, but that's also where that buck bomb was blowing. So Mm -hmm. I think that really helped us out there. But he stepped out and he started slowly working into the plot and he got to a point where he just stopped and looked at the blind. So I'm sitting here looking at this deer, (sighs) biggest buck I would have ever shot. I
0: said, that's a short G210, grab your bow. Yep. You know, because that's because I didn't want there to be any mistake for him or us to screw it up i'm like grab moment. your bow get yeah. ready so he's on him and he hands me the camera
2: yep so turn the tactic cams on hand matt no the camera. they were
0: on from the dough
2: i turned them off in between there oh, you did didn't you? know that yeah okay I'm, I'm quick on that yeah but turned it off turned it back it's on as soon pusher. as he steps out uh, i was pushing buttons last night just push the wrong ones <laughs> <laughs> but he stepped out and he comes in and so he stops right there middle of it and i'm just i'm losing my mind at this point Well, but why Buck fever, Tim. Because he's... I, he's the biggest, biggest buck that I would have ever shot. I mean, I, I have... think by far, too. Oh, by far. By far. I mean, he was nice. the river farm deer was great. Scar yeah. was great last year, but this...
0: 130-inch yeah. mature bucks. Yeah,
2: but this one was gonna top all of them Big and group. i was excited. and he's read it out like oh his yeah neck looks like a neck. football player and yeah.
0: he's looked that way all summer i mean he's he was that way last year which was yep. we couldn't figure out how old he was until we saw him in person and i thought yeah maybe he is four and a half last year but he's just got a kind of a brahma mm-hmm. muscular body like style mm-hmm. yes much <laughs> like you like
2: <laughs> but anyway so so he was just there tearing me up and then all of a sudden i just hear my foot in the blind.
0: I mean, the, and Thumper. those team trailers—the way they work—I mean, it's they're great, and but you're kind of you're strapped down to. I don't know how to explain that. So it's, you, you
2: got to anchor the blind down, so if the wind blows, it doesn't sure. tip over. So we've got these big the anchors put screws. down. Like if you're yeah, shifting your weight,
0: you will move the blind a little bit, yeah. which will make a noise. Yeah. Well, so. that, that was like he was making noise with his leg, and, and I'm like, Scott, it's dead quiet. I'm like, you uh. got to stop shaking your leg. He's going to hear us.
2: <laughs> and in the footage, you can hear <laughs> me say, Matt, I can't. Like, I was trying, and so what I ultimately ended up doing was, like, putting my elbow on my leg and just pushing down to try Jeez. and keep it because I, I was, I was like, losing like man.
0: a dick afterwards. I feel like Mark, like, giving orders in the blind. <laughs> I shouldn't have been that way, but I was afraid he was going to... S- and he was still quartering to and nowhere near where he could get a crossbow out the window he had to come 20 yards he he's in our zone but not in a good spot to be shot we shouldn't we can't open the windows because he's Mm -hmm. downwind like there's just a lot going on
2: yeah a lot going on but so we keep rolling he's takes a few steps stops stares at us for a couple minutes keeps doing that thing and eventually he gets into about 27 yards we get all the latches open i go to open the window and I move like an inch uh, and he just, boom, looks, uh, looks right up at us. And so Matt and I stay frozen. I think Matt's got his arm like up in the air like this, trying to hold a camera. What's your
0: leg doing at this moment? It's not shaking. Not, okay. not no, there. I was too
2: preoccupied with trying to not move the yeah. window at uh, all. And sure. So just keep going here. Mm-hmm. And and he just slowly works his way in. We had ranged a couple spots earlier and, we knew that he was within 30. I
0: felt 30-ish is and where so I fell
2: he was. Matt's just like, change your, your HHA on your crossbow, change it to 30, like shoot him, shoot him. Yeah. And then so it's like we get the window open, and I just grabbed that loophole because I wanted to make sure that rangefinder. So I ranged him, and I got 27.7 yards. Looked down at my HHA. I dialed it real quick, and I hit 29, and I was like, well, Close enough. Close. The reality
0: of all this, with that crossbow looking, you know, hindsight twenty twenty, you probably could have shot him just fine at 20 yards where the pin was. It's so fast and so flat mm-hmm. at that yardage. It probably doesn't matter that much. Right,
2: right. But ultimately, dialed it. We get the window up. Matt's holding it up. We've got all the angles running in the blind. He's standing there, broadside, staring at us, not moving. And I pull up and... Aim low, heart, because I'm thinking, oh, he's gonna drop. It's calm as this evening is. Mm -hmm. You know, he's gonna drop. But those crossbows are so quick, and my aim was just a little low, and right underneath him, Mm. two inches under. Mm. The only saving grace is that he, I didn't injure him. I don't even know if
0: it was an inch under. I mean, it was like I'm shocked we didn't graze his belly. It was that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, we. We looked at the footage several times, and you know, we went out and found the arrow. There's no blood, no hair, no nothing in the plot. Did uh,
1: you know in the moment that it was a clean miss?
2: In the moment, I was kind of Man. like, "What happened?" Like I thought I hit him, and then he asked me, "What happened?" And I was like, "Well, did I miss?"
0: Yeah. <laughs> I kept saying, "I think you missed him. I yeah. wasn't positive, but I felt like because we could see the knock was lit, you know, and I sure. I just felt like it was low. Yeah, sure. I felt like it was low and left. You know, he was heading right, so low and kind of back, but I don't think it was really back now that I look at the footage just because you were to my left. It was just mm-hmm. kind of my point of view of it, mm-hmm. but yep.
2: it was just low. Yep. So, so. just low, just missed. He kind of bounded out of there, blew and left the field. And mm. yeah, so long, that was all long. she wrote. So kind of bungled that one out. Pretty dear.
1: Really is. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. got
2: some cool character on that. Is it that right? G3,
0: G4? G four, yeah, that
2: G four. His right G four is just laid over sideways. It's yeah, so it happened like,
0: during velvet. Yeah, huh.
2: but he's pretty, pretty awesome. It just it, lots it, of mass.
1: It kind of, it kind of <laughs> reminds you that there's, there's, there's no guarantee in deer hunting, and there's no person, there's no participation trophy. Like, you can work as hard as you want to, and it just unless you seal the deal, it just doesn't
0: matter. It, and people give us shit about the box blinds and people give all kinds of people crap about crossbows and neither one of them helped us kill that tear. <laughs> you
2: know what I you mean? Know the, Like you still got to execute. Yeah, yeah. You still got to execute. The funny thing is, is I got home and I went to tell my wife about uh. what had happened. And so she's like, well, wasn't it with the crossbow? And I was like, yeah, she's like, "Well, isn't that a guarantee?" You and it's idiot! Like, oh my gosh! So I <laughs> kind of lost. Hunch, it. She doesn't know shit
0: about it. No,
2: it's like there, you didn't never, meet her, did you? No, I didn't. I just I ate my dinner and then I went upstairs and I went to bed and. Just licked my wounds. Cried a, a little. Oh, yeah. yeah. There were some tears involved. I didn't sleep very well last night. Yeah. I think it, it was about one or two before I finally <laughs> you went to you bed. Like,
1: like if you're like me, you just play it over and over. Mm. And then then eventually at some point you got to say, okay, I got to put that away and I got to focus on what I'm doing next.
2: Yeah, but then you come doesn't... back to work and Matt's like, hey, can I get that that? Clip that let's footage. Let's do a podcast and, about it. Yeah, yeah. So I closed that one last night at two a.m. and then today it's boom back wide open. As soon as we got in, hey, yeah. I'm gonna need that clip. Yeah,
1: but it, it's the double edged sword of the exposure that we have and doing what we do. It was you know I, I remember back in the day before I was filming my hunts, you miss and it was just you know soul crushing. But at least you didn't have proof and watch it over and over and oh, rewind yeah. it and other people are cu- critiquing you on oh, yeah. what you did wrong and how you you know but uh but yeah it's it's definitely you definitely hear it uh and and it just echoes
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it was a sting and we don't we just the sting is and shit happened so it's not like you know i'm it is what it is. You start over and you, you get back after it. the sting of it is, is that we don't have any many opportunities out there. So the fact that I screwed up in the early season on that deer, the fact that uh, the Titan buck came behind us instead of in front, it's just like how you only get so many chances. And if you don't capitalize on those chances, you don't get them back. And, and, and that's the mm-hmm. difference between a great season and a shitty season. And Mark and Terry said that it's as a Stoltz quote, years ago the difference between a great season or a horrible season may be a matter of inches you know and that's what happened yeah yeah and so far we're on a
1: bad season uh, mark yep. also said something on one of our previous podcasts about how when you have an encounter with a deer your odds of seeing that deer again reset like they like yeah you're not you you typically don't kind of keep narrowing in when you have encounters especially really engaging encounters like what you guys traumatic <laughs> encounters with like the deer everything resets and you may or may not even see that deer
2: yeah. yeah and the way he ran like it's kind of off property there and it's like i know we don't have a lot of cameras back there
0: we have nothing back who there. knows yeah. where when well, he might show back up gun seasons this weekend yeah. we won't be there we'll be up at dad so yeah. you know and and uh, the landowner and his wife will likely be hunting which it's and that's I, you know, I hope if anybody kills him I hope somebody in our group kills them. That's yep. all I care about, it, you know, landowner, us, whoever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it may be one of those deer where, you know, it, we may not get another chance at a, with a bow, but maybe mm-hmm. gun season or late season with muzzle loaders, you know, I, we got a lot of food for late season. Yeah. So I could see him where his area kind of is. I could see us getting a chance then, but It just, it's tough. It's tough. To kind of
1: scaffold this situation out into social media, something I wish we would be better at as hunters is to instead of crapping on people that have like, maybe they made a bad shot or maybe they missed or what, instead of giving them garbage on social, like lift them up, lift them up. Like yeah. say, Hey man, I know that I sucks. Just, and said just, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's a stone. Alan's never missed a deer. He's killed everything he's ever shot
0: at. Good point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but just like say, Hey, that sucks. I'm sorry for you. It's a long season. Go back and go get them again.
0: It, to play off that comment. So, Yesterday, I think uh, Terry's uh, Deer Season 22 episode went up yeah. with his Illinois buck yep. that field dress 239. Really cool story. Ben here in the studio edited. It was awesome. Well done. So, you had sent out a notification in Deercast about it. So, I had clicked it. I always click them to make sure they're working. I clicked it, went to it, and um, I had watched the video earlier in the morning. And so, I was just kind of perusing through the comments to see what people were saying about it. And yeah. 99.9% great. One Jerk <laughs> came in there. D- yeah. Jerk Ca- came in there and he's like, he basically said, I, I got to call this guy out because this is a, it, it blew me away. Oh, and- it's
1: Alan Crook. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: let's see here. And I kind of had to just finally call a spade a spade. I couldn't take it. Dad was much nicer about it. So this guy, his name is, and we are going to name his name. Cause his IP address is Michael Weber. He says, why didn't you let your mom take 180 inch deer rather than some <laughs> little wimp buck? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and, uh, so I said, okay, so, so I couldn't take it. And I said, I, uh, this was the high road part. Wow. You have no idea how hard he's tried for two years to get her on a deer. He would have been elated for her to shoot one that yeah. big, which is nearly impossible to do. Anyways, your comment is classless. So he comes in there and he goes, uh, I'm an ignorant asshole, just saying, don't cushion it up and tiptoe around my comment. It's clear that mom easily could have been put on a bigger deal. Dear. He said deal, he meant deer. He's a dummy. That's your whole business, boys. And then he called me Bud. <laughs> and Dad got in there and just said, Thank you for the comment. Thanks for watching. Wow. She had to green light on any deer uh, that gave us an opportunity up to her to decide what tickles her fancy. Pray to g- the good Lord above that every hunter can experience with their mother a hunt of a lifetime. By the way, if you have any hunts with your mother that you would like to share, please send them in for everyone on Deercast uh, a lot. Uh, <laughs> we would love to showcase them. And then I had just saw those this morning or just a little bit ago. And, uh, you know, he had said in his comedy, he goes, um, I'm an ignorant asshole. So I just said, well, you're right about one thing. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going against her own community guidelines, but I was so pissed about it. It's like, dude, they literally built a, a lift that they attached to a tractor, lifted her up into the blinds because she was having knee issues. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't try to get a person on a deer. Then, I mean, she's 89. She has to see the deer. She's got to get on them. I mean, we've watched the videos. It's very hard to do, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I just felt I kind of, uh, I don't know. I felt like. Bristled up a little bit. I did, man. It really, because usually I always take the high road too in the comments. I just couldn't believe it. It's like. It's a bizarre, it's a bizarre beef to have.
1: Yeah. Say hey, like, your mom tagged out on a nice, on a beautiful buck. You should have let her have that. Like like it's a grocery store where you can just go in and pick and choose.
0: And he should go back and watch that video of her walking up on that deer and listen to her comment. She was like, oh, he's beautiful. She was tickled to death. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. come on, man. Yeah, get, we see too much real. of
2: that crap on social media nowadays. Like, I, I can't stand it being... That's kind of what yeah, you I gotta, do here. You got to look at. I got to read through all these comments, and I yeah. mean, I can't wait to read the comments on this podcast. Because, oh, why is that young, healthy guy shooting a crossbow? It's like, oh yeah, I'm he's clear the air right now. I've been so busy this year, I haven't shot my vertical bow. I don't so, feel like I could make an ethical shot. So I try to use a crossbow. Yeah. And still we still can't shoot you, the crossbow. We so. see
1: what you eat. You're not healthy.
2: No, I'm not. <laughs> Definitely Monsters not in Copenhagen, Tim. <laughs> right. Donut holes for breakfast. Yes.
0: <laughs> I don't know how yeah. you're still alive. The occasional backstrap. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A few and far between based on our killing. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so to, to follow that up, yesterday was a rough day. We're sitting in that stand on the first hunt and I get a text from Mark. The farmer found my deer dead from iowa that i hit it was a full month later mark had got pictures of him a week ago on this field that i had hit him on he was kind of back to a food pattern and a feed pattern and and uh, they were trying to hunt him the last few days trying to kill him you know just because it's the right thing to do i couldn't get back up there uh, because of lola's birthday and some other stuff happening so anyways the farmer found him he had been either died of his wound or infection set in or coyotes got him or broken heart he was yeah, broken mine was broken he was definitely the coyotes had gotten him i don't know if mm-hmm. that's how he died or what but yeah. um so there's some closure there so now we have to go up to iowa to tag the deer because i do have to tag tag that sure. deer um and we talked to the game warden to see how we should handle it he said yeah if he Has that unused tag, he needs to come up and and tag the deer. And and Mark's like, no, we stopped hunting immediately, you know, afterwards because we felt like he would die from it. And he's like, actually, that's that I want you guys to produce that because that's the right thing to do. I want other people to see that when you shot that deer, you stopped using your tag because Mm. you hit a deer. Yeah. It's it'll be good for people to see. And instantly, like, that's where the ego part comes in. I'm like, man, I'm gonna get murdered over this. Like, That, that, um, and and yes, it's the right thing to do, but there's no right way to like approach that. Like, I'm gonna get hammered over the fact that I hit the deer bad and then he Uh suffered for a month. Yeah, you know, it ain't gonna be about, oh, you you quit hunting and you tagged him a month later. Well, well, so, so we we get dinged
1: for only showing the best of the best, but then when we show the realities of how hunting is not always the cleanest, easiest thing that you, you get thing for that so we're i mean we literally like we're always trying to make the best decision to honor the deer that we hunt the laws that are in place yes the traditions of the sport the heritage that we have we're recognizing that we're ambassadors yes for and have have this media uh exposure so I I don't know. Like, I don't think anyone's going to give us credit that weren't, wasn't
0: already giving us credit. I'm not looking for that, you know, but it's a tough, you know, you get put in tough positions where, because it's public, it's out there like, and we put it out there. That's Mm -hmm. us, you know, that's what we do for a living, but you get, you get, you got to be able to take the heat, I guess. And Mm -hmm. with the grandma thing, like I'll take the heat on my deal. I screwed up. I didn't shoot the deer where I needed to. That's the bottom line. You're taking the heat on yours. This thing with grandma really pissed me off. <laughs> it's like, Don't mess me with, with family. family.
2: Don't mess with family.
0: <laughs> oh, we remember when we had grandma on the podcast? It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. so we'll have her back. We do need to have, to have her back. Michael
1: Weber, whatever <laughs> yeah. his name is. So,
0: anyways, so Scott and I in the morning we're heading up to Iowa. We're drive the five, six hours up to Iowa. We're gonna tag the deer, then I'm gonna drive two hours south. East to Terry's farm. So mm-hmm. we'll get there tomorrow night. And then I'm going to try to hunt Friday morning. Cause I obviously I still have a bow tag yeah. in Missouri. So I'm going to hunt Friday morning and Friday afternoon. Cause we've got a huge, huge weather front
2: going to be huge.
0: Yes. Should so, be a whereas, great
2: week. Huge.
0: Huge. So we're going to hunt Friday, try to get it done with a bow. And then we have gun season opens up Saturday morning. So we'll already be at dad's and we'll, See what we can do I mean, up there. Gun it up a little
2: bit. Yeah. Which deer season is going to be, or rifle season is going to be a little different for us this year. I don't know if we're allowed to talk yeah, about yeah. it Yeah, so or... we
0: we've, um, have formed a partnership with Silencer Co. And Silencer Central. And um, we're shooting silencers on our guns this year.
1: I think anytime we mention them, we have to say it,
2: Silencer Central. <laughs> let
1: say it like that. Dude, so. honestly,
2: after shooting one with a silencer, silencer, it's, it's pretty quiet. So
0: there's a lot of laws and and stuff around that too. So Mm -hmm. Scott and I legally can shoot my silencers uh, based on the paperwork that's been done and filled out. So Scott had sighted in the guns, Alan filmed and and helped with the setup one day where I had meetings or something going on. So they set them up and sighted them in and said just how crazy, crazy quiet it is. So Friday, the other thing is midday, I'm going to shoot, you know, make sure I'm comfortable with it and used sure. to it before we take them out Saturday morning. So it's cool. It's really cool attack. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I look forward to rubbing it in dad's face. Cause he, he hadn't signed, he hadn't done the paperwork he needs to. So he's mm-hmm. not able to shoot, uh, the silencer Forrest is Scott as I am Mark and his crew. They're all set up with them as well. So, uh, it'll be cool. We're looking forward to seeing, Seeing what it's all about,
1: honestly. Anytime someone mentions silencers, I think about the scene from John Wick, where he and Common are in the subway and they're just like trading handgun rounds with each other, like from a balcony and like the lower level. And there's people just walking by, and no one hears it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that. No, no. <laughs>
2: like, but yeah. I mean to be honest with you i forgot hearing protection that day that we went up and i was like crap you know this is gonna suck like i know they're silencers it's supposed to help but there's. But you were shooting the
0: 350
2: and the 6.8 the 6.8 is 6/8 what scared me a it's 350 a i was like "Ah, oh, that's kind of like you know i feel like that's a 22 almost yeah. as far as recoil yeah. and noise it's it's very awesome gun to shoot but that 6.8 last year he matt was calling it a hand cannon and <laughs> he blew apart half the blind with it and i was like oh gosh so didn't have hearing protection I just and, here to
0: mess stuff up
2: yeah <laughs> But uh, yeah, first shot with that thing, it was just super ultra quiet, no ringing in the ears, like awesome, easy yeah. to shoot. It actually reduced the recoil, so yeah, on that 6.8. eight. Oh six, yeah, it reduced, yeah. And but reduced it, so. it was it was pretty nice. So cool. yeah,
0: so we're looking forward to that. So, uh, well, you are you able to gun hunt bourbon or no? no? Yeah, will you? Mm, I know Probably you're a not. bow guy. You're probably an not. elitist. Yeah, I just really like to shoot <laughs> Maybe my you, bow. Maybe you should just belong to the working class bow hunter group and leave the rack pack. Oh, all if together.
1: I if I could, I would in a heartbeat. Kurt, <laughs> can you hire ornament. this guy? We're to- we're in talks. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> do
2: we no still kidding. get to keep that knife op like trademark? not you outdoor? Po- yeah, so wise.
1: Yes. I, you know, I love it when people uh, when people do the the questions to get into the rack pack on Facebook. They're usually like, "The best shows are the ones where Mark and Terry are on." Ha ha ha! This is the best thing about it is when it ends. Like our our rack packers have a really great sense of humor. I love that. Is that what that is? <laughs> I hope it's a sense of humor. Are <laughs> Just they not being mean? Yeah, they're being truthful. <laughs> Those don't sound like friends at all. They sound like jerks. So now bad. the
0: rack pack's growing, and I got a screenshot. Shot from a buddy of mine from back home that he apparently he's in there too, and he got a he got a kick out of somebody who was I couldn't go hunt today. So they had screenshot. They were they They have a newborn and they were at home in the yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were watching the DoD TV or whatever. So yeah. I, I love all the success stories. The rack packers are putting in there. That is awesome. I try to, mm-hmm. if I see one, I try to comment on it. I love seeing all the success. Yeah. And I'm jealous of every single yeah. bit of it. It's easier to be happy for people. Once you've punched a few tags. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I punched a few people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I got an Not Instagram message from a guy, a DJ, cox which he reached out to us last year and was telling us how much he's been enjoying DeerCast, but he sent me a message last night after my miss and he's like oh check out this awesome buck i just shot mm. it's like oh great man i'm so happy for you and and i am happy for him but it's like Ugh, right now I, I gotta get this message me. now
1: yeah.
0: yeah uh i had i had uh, somebody from whitetail edge had put a screenshot on Instagram and tagged me as a, it was a great night. They must've killed something. Yep. And so I had re, you know, shared it on my stories and I said, it was a great night for us too. And then after I put it up, I'm like, well, I shouldn't have put that out there. Cause people are going to think we killed something. It was a great night. I, I considered a great night that we saw a shooter <laughs> within bow range. That's how like abused we are. We were there.
1: reminded yeah. of what a mature
0: book looks like. Yeah. 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 Dang. Best guess. How old do you think he is? Oh,
2: I mean, I personally thought he was five and a half last year. I think he's six and a half.
0: Oof. See, I don't think I think he's five and a half this year.
2: If if he was four and a half last year, he was a giant four and a half. But because Brokebrow Brow it, was five and a half, we had his jaw aged.
0: Yeah, but if you think about it, we had Doug found his shed, yeah. and it it was not impressive. True. We're like, ooh, good yeah. thing we didn't
2: shoot him. Yeah. Yeah, well,
0: not not much mass. And we're going to have
2: to wait to find out now. Can't he well, just jawbone if he's not dead? Get, his tooth. get so his tooth. Maybe
0: maybe he ran into a tree and knocked out a tooth on the way. We should go look. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Age him that way. Yeah. That's about That's
1: the like only the way, way we we'll catch up with a liver test. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so, no. Hopefully uh, we'll find out, though. We
0: didn't get him on camera last night or this morning. No. Okay. No, we got Titan and he was busted. I was like, shit. Yeah.
1: Gosh. Maybe he'll grow a new tine.
0: <laughs> or maybe he <laughs> lives to see another year. He, he'll be like a mega giant next year. He, yeah. He's a good deer this year. Yeah. Like I was excited to, I mean, he was on my hit list. Yeah. Well, it's it's a, a short
1: list Titan. out there.
0: Jeez. So well,
1: let's help our buddy Justin out with the question of the day. Scott, I don't know you? that Justin wants our help at this point. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty much,
0: we're pretty much scientific. These so. questions
2: about photos. I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> right. Not Not shooting.
0: All right, so the question of the day is probably brought to you by Sportsman Channel, your home for Winchester and Drury's natural Born and everything red, wild, and blue. God bless America. I hope you voted yesterday. Here's Justin. Hello, my name is Hello. Justin. I'm from Northeast Mark Oklahoma. Terry. And my question is, <laughs> will a white-tailed doe choose which buck breeds her, or will she allow any buck to breed her once she goes into estrus? I feel like this is a question that only like, you know, Kip Adams or Grant Woods or these guys uh, that, that are actually, <laughs> but my guess is a dummy guess is they have no choice based on what I see. When a buck, if she's in, it's going to be, she's in, and like, she's loving everything, like, minute, man. like <laughs> every buck in the area is trying to get a piece of the action. What do you think? So this is, part of the whole natural selection
1: piece and that they want to see which males are going to be the best genetic I have the best genetics. so that's rack size, that's body size, all those things and that's also like speed stamina endurance that's why they run away from them and the bucks that can kind of keep up and and are if she's an estrus and she will, she will try to mate with the most genetically superior buck around. But if she's this is this science? Us, You've looked this up. This is science. Okay, okay. But if there is a Doinker that walks by, and there's no uh, there's no other options, she will get bred. So I was
0: right too. <laughs> Basically, Pretty she's much. not got a choice. Pretty much. She. she if something she will... can catch her. They're getting and Now,
1: yeah, in, 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 in the uh, the uh, the question of the 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 wildlife word is about. When a deer, when a doe is not bred, what happens then? Because that, that does happen depending on the herd dynamics. But typically, a doe will get bred if she comes into estrus. She'll try to get bred by the, the most genetically superior buck, but if not, she'll go with the scrub.
0: <laughs> will they all go into estrus? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: like y- at the, some point through this. The,
1: the only, the only situation, and I don't know, like on the, on the, on the, like the old end of does, if there's a point where they hit some kind of like menopause or something, but, but uh, I, sh-
0: I, I don't know. Cause she stop saying, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly, uh, but fawns, I, I think once, once a deer hits seven, once a deer hits 90 pounds, once a fawn, like a doe hits 90 pounds, I think that she is, she will typically come into estrus that year. If she doesn't, then she will not. She'll come into Estrus her her next year, her next full year. I didn't know that. So.
0: Timmy! Timmy! Timmy.
1: How about the wildlife word? And I'm it's a big boy. <laughs> brought to you by Deercast Wincheck. Which I'm using all the time Same.
0: now. Yep. Addicted. Yep. That that we knew that that once the season got here that would be the most used feature in the app because it's just constantly um and I'll be honestly I'm I'm still ha- using a scent puffer or a you know wind checker and it's pretty dang dead on even though it doesn't account for topography and thermals mm-hmm. it's not bad like it's it's pretty pretty dead on we've been pretty much hunting using it exclusively
2: the thing i think we need to test out further which tim you might be able to test this out with some of your spots but we hunt on top of ridges yeah everything's up top so i feel like the wind is always going to be a little more true up where we run mm-hmm. in those lower areas that might be a little more swirly yeah. or something so you yeah. always got to keep that in the back of your mind but yeah to your point wind check's been awesome like even last night we used it and it's like well the buck bomb's gonna blow right there help cover us and yeah it worked. It but, did. So
0: it's, it's, and the night, was that the night before, or the two nights before? Two nights before. When I we believe. used it yep. on the back of their skinny ridge. Yep. So it's yep. been great. It's great.
2: Okay. So if a
1: dough is not bred for the first time she comes into heat, how long will it be before she's receptive again? Is it A, 28 days? B, the very next day? C, one year or D, it depends. She's not a light switch that can be flipped on at a moment's notice. You can't just come home and expect it. Jeez, I mean, how about flowers every once in a while? Rubber back with a without having to lead somewhere. Help out around the house, take her out on a date night someplace nice where you don't have to order your food by a meal deal number.
0: It's home, Tim. That's for a you, really long it? answer. <laughs> can you reread specific? D for me?
2: I I didn't catch all that. I haven't memorized. (laughs) Two hundred dollars is two (laughs) hundred dollars.
1: Is it a twenty-eight days? The next day? One year? Or she's not a light switch. And my dad decided that your mom was really
0: hot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Take that back. I guess the guess always has to go first. So okay, all right. So slick. I'm gonna go ahead and guess the twenty-eight days. Okay. But I feel like there still could be a little wiggle room there. Not exactly 28, but okay. around that month mark. Okay.
0: I, I was going to say that as well, actually. And I just thought, well, they always talk about the second rut. and mm-hmm. Is it a trickle type of a thing? Or is it they just come in later? I don't know. But that's – so I have nothing to back this up on. But I was going to go with you have that
1: reasoning. This is a house of learned doctors. You boys – trusted your guts and your guts were collectively correct huh. 28 yes. days typically we're <laughs> yes. typically yeah. the
0: two guts combined make one poor decision <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> we're walking
1: bad decision duo no yeah so about a month after they come into estrus the first time if they do not get bread they'll be receptive again yep. so yeah second re- sometimes a third if if, deer, if it just doesn't happen, they'll they'll come into estrus maybe a third time.
2: And we were talking about those fawns earlier, coming in for that second rut or whatever. Yeah, I've actually seen like mature bucks on little fawns in like January, like it's creepy chasing them. So mm. yeah, <laughs> does happen. I don't like it's it. Horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it <is. laughs> oh, hold on. But y'all say that. Okay, <laughs> fireman
1: zero, fire zero, zero 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 two. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts.
2: That doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> he could have just said Fireman 2. It adds up to the same thing.
0: Yeah. I don't know. There pro- probably is a Fireman 000 000001. So you had to...
1: i tell you guys about my vanity plate in high in, in college. I had my Ford Bronco 2. And I was a huge Wayne Gretzky fan, so I tried to get Great 1. You have said this. I got Grat 5. <laughs> Nobody knows what it means. Everyone was like, hey, what's, uh, what's Grat 5? <laughs> It's a long story.
0: Uh, <laughs> close. It's actually a short one. <laughs> it's a short and bad one.
1: One I live with for the three years I own that piece of crap. You want to punch me right now, but you won't. <clears throat> Every time I see a Bronco on the road and I'm like, ah, I just get, I get, the, I get the chills because my my Bronco too was a piece of garbage. I hated that
0: thing. Alan's <sighs> is now too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, Fireman says, say?
1: "Love, love this podcast and all the great information and the laughs you'll get out of it. Definitely recommend this podcast." Hey,
0: thanks, Fireman. Thank man. you, Fireman. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love <laughs> uh,
1: right. we got some new rack packers. We're
0: down to the end. And if anybody's still listening, we are going to show B-roll of Scott's miss. Perfect. <laughs> Just so you, <laughs> you were curious. <laughs> Just to make sure, I Have never s- live it down. Seen Wade's episodes at like thirty thousand views. I don't know what's happening. We've <laughs> never had one. The Waddell one, I think, was our best. At, I mean, I haven't looked at that in a long time, but at the time, it was like fifteen thousand, eighteen thousand, like thirty thousand views. Is maybe Dustin Lynch shared it. Mm. <laughs> 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 but, but we talk about Wade's big kill. We talk about some, you know, land management stuff. And we talk about my hit and misfortune. Well, that's probably. So people either like to revel in his fortune or my misfortune. I will say a
1: fair number of Rack Pack members, when they do the uh, the admittance questions, they say they appreciate hearing about our failures. <laughs>
0: well, that Makes my, feel better. maybe mine helped us get to 30,000 so, views. Keep, I wouldn't keep recommend sucking. it, Tim. <laughs> Maybe this episode's with Scott. I'll get us. Oh, get yeah. A, yeah. yeah. We'll big keep... failure,
2: big views. So share it with <laughs> your friends. That's the title. Watch big failure, big wish.
0: views. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So every week we welcome in some new Rack Pack members from Facebook. It's private Facebook group. Uh, if you're new to the, the the show here, you just go search Rack Pack or Drew Outdoors Rack Pack, and it'll come up. Uh, every week, Tim lists out some names. I butcher them. And every week there's a fake name in here. All right. We have Chase Stanley, Marcus Adelhunter, <clears throat> David Standifier. Standifer? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Maddock. Zach Finler. I know that, that guy. That name sounds familiar. I know him. You know him. <clears throat> How do I know him? I used to mow our lawn. Oh, Zach. What's up, buddy? Uh, Noah Martin. Jason Slaughter. Sam Taylor. Jason Slaughter. Chase Stanley. Mm. Marcus <clears throat> Adlehunter. Marcus Saddlehunter, Adlehunter. Saddlehunter. Mark. Mark is a saddle hunter. Ew. Hey, oh this is the first time I've ever got <laughs> it. Great. I think.
1: And I just I giggled thinking about Mark. Is a saddle like, hunter. I was <laughs> secretly trying it out just to see what it's all about. Mark
0: <laughs> is a saddle
2: hunter. He's a secret. Did saddle. Mark happen to send you the crap strap meme? No, but I'm sure
0: it's, crossing. Chasing, it's coming. Chasing it to me about you, <laughs> great. <laughs> and then he says so I'm about a raise. Hold on, I gotta. I, this is actually worth bringing up on the podcast. Well, while
1: you're doing that, I one of it. our one of our rack packers posted that he's like, "Hey, I was on the skid steer this morning and was listening to the show and found out that I'm a fake person." <laughs> I saw that.
0: <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> so he sends me this crap strap, and he goes, "This can be Tim's Christmas bonus." And I go, LOL, what bonus? <laughs> and then he goes, one, he didn't earn. <laughs> oh, yeah, all these guys are freelancers, man. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, man. Uh, I thought oh. it was good all around. Really? <laughs> good on Chance, good on me, some snappy, and it was quick. Comebacks. Wait, Chance? Yeah. He said Chase oh, at no. first.
1: hold on. I just need to know who I need to fight.
0: <laughs> hold on. I chance sorry okay good to know chance hollington chance is one of those friends
1: that loves kind of doing an end run around you yeah (laughs) love that
0: no friend at all is he (laughs) doesn't sound like it chance is like getting ready to
1: have his like 15th baby well chance (laughs) i'm gonna take more of your family members out hunting to kill the earth so
0: eat that yeah we already everybody (laughs) i here's where the jealousy stems from everybody already thinks that you're trying to move in on Melissa here. You're taking her hunting, and so Chance has got to be I'm taking his through. dad next. <laughs> <So he's the laughs> ba- basically, Chance is out, yeah, and right. you're in.
1: <laughs> Devil's Backbone North. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> yeah. Oh Well, oh, we appreciate everyone who's listening and watching the show. Share it with your friends. Uh, this show is definitely growing, and
0: we appreciate you guys. Got him. Yeah. Here's what I hope happens this Week. Got him. Huge. And I'm a big boy. <laughs> That's pretty <Wow>. good. <laughs> Did you just work that out in the moment? Hey, don't say Dang. that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so I we, I we, we need to make deal. sure that people are going to the giveaway page. If you haven't already, we don't talk about it enough. We're you, giving away a hunt. You could win a hunt with Mark and Terry. You could win a tracker off-road a vehicle. You could win a Hawk the Office box blind.
0: Not bad. Uh, And those office blinds are the cat's meow.
2: Mm. Take your word
0: for it. They are nice.
2: And speaking of the 800, uh, last year's winner, Andy Tomaleo. Tomaleo, He just filmed his biggest buck ever, tagged his biggest buck ever, and hauled it home in the tracker that
1: he won. The problem with this is that... No one wins these contests. Yeah, they're It's, a, fake. Scam yeah. it's a scam to trick people into getting their they're fake emails.
0: The worst part about this is people have been trying to scam our viewers with a fake yeah. contest. Yeah. yeah. We we just did a bow giveaway. We gave away three Matthews bows that were b- bottom land dipped. They were awesome. Then we had people leaving comments about a Drury Outdoors giveaway for a bow. From another... From another archery company. (laughs) Yes. So so do be careful. If it's not officially from us, it is a scam. So the only way that you're going to get contacted is through a Drury Outdoors page or a Drury Outdoors employee. And you can always verify any of that by sending us an email through Mm -hmm. our website at support at DeerCast.com or over at comments at com. And if I ask you for your social security, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, we're never gonna ask you for anything like that. A credit card, a social security number. We you use,
2: probably won't have to pay for shipping. We will need your address. If we use
0: broken English in your first yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, but other than that. <laughs>
2: all right well good luck to everyone
1: that's still out there grinding all the gun seasons that are opening up be safe uh, enjoy those hunts guys
0: make sure you identify your target where your hunter's orange if you're still at it with a bow during the gun season i commend you mm-hmm. but you yeah, sir are a dummy tim
2: and shoot straight straighter than me
0: well aim <laughs> for the lungs yes <laughs> center mass center
2: mass that's better just
0: know that a crossbow shoots about a hundred feet per second quicker than your vertical bow <laughs> yep all right on that
2: note yep let's end it
0: let's go let's, let's go screw something let's else Scott's up. Scott's like
1: please can we end this show all
0: right till next time out. DeerCast is now supercharged with maps get ahead of your game with killer new features like live doppler radar
1: wind checkout to five days virtual rain gauges gps path tracking and more Plus,
2: get our 14 day revolutionary Deercast prediction and access to Deercast
0: Track. Prep, predict, and pursue with Deercast.